0: Hello, everybody, and welcome along to Grand Slam KBO's weekly roundup on the Korean Baseball League. This is week four for us. My name is Andrew Farrell.
1: My name is Matthew Cat.
2: My name is Bradley Hyder.
0: On uh, this week's show, the KBO is hoping to reopen ballparks this coming Friday. We discuss what that could mean for the league with its new international audience. SK Wireman's manager, Young Young Young, collapses in the dugout. Hall of Fame week three, and the upcoming series we're most looking forward to. Our website is grandsamkbo.com. You can follow us on Twitter at grandsamkbo at gmcbaseball, or you can send us a lovely email to grandsamkbo at gmail.com. Hello. Happy Sunday. How are you guys doing? Happy
1: Sunday. We got production value now.
0: Yeah. What What is this in, in front, of your, uh, front of your face there, Matthew? That looks like a nice, expensive microphone.
1: Oh, it's a pretty lovely little microphone. Got this through um, a couple of favors my wife pulled in from her work. And uh, yeah, we ended up getting a tidy discount on it. Ended up being 80 bucks instead of 180. So pretty happy.
0: Cool, cool.
1: How about yourself? You've got a rather lovely little microphone there.
0: I got one here. It's a sneaky interview there. Ooh, there it is. I'll take it away. It's oh, not as cheeky expensive. microphone. It's yours, so I'm going to hide it. Um, I'll be hiding mine. Bradley Hyder is still using the equipment he bought in Dyso about a month ago.
2: <laughs> okay. I, I am accepting
0: donations <laughs> um at Bradley Hyder um we can send them when you set up a brand new Twitter account for you yeah we could we could troll invest in a nice little microphone for you how was your week bradley are you okay everything everything good i'm doing well i've got nothing to complain about do you want to tell our listeners or our viewers how what sort of cycling you were doing today how far did you go
2: uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Sunday, it was a wee bike ride. We did uh, just over uh, 100K. As you do. As I do. Um, I'm I'm hoping to do a long ride next weekend. But, uh, you know, you got to work with the time that you are given. Um, One of the great things about this country is the network of cycling paths many of these bike paths will take you directly to a baseball stadium. Correct.
1: Mm. One of them incidentally leads out towards the airport, as I found out when I lived in Mm -hmm. Mokdong.
0: Yep. The good thing, as we're going to talk about today, is uh, it looks like the ballparks are going to open. So I think we're all hoping at some point to put a little camera, uh, a GoPro or something, and record a ride to a ballpark. So maybe that day will come around pretty soon.
1: Indeed. Excited for that.
0: It will be fun. It will be fun. So, before we have a look at the table, a lot of changes in the KBO table this week. Uh, some teams mm-hmm. are in a lot of uh, are in some good form, and some teams, like the LG Twins, are not in good form. Um, but let's round up how each team has done over the last uh, six days in Korean baseball. Bradley, do you want to start us off with the league leaders?
2: The league leaders and the team written across my chest. Right now are the NC Dinos. Uh, they had a winning week, four wins, two losses, but those numbers don't tell it all. They combined for 30 runs, for and 38 runs against. So on that front, I'm not too, too happy. Uh, they, they Their losses were big, um, but we managed to, to, uh, to hold on, like I said, and have a, have a productive week. So those were the dinos. Doosan Bears.
1: Well, Doosan Bears had a bit of a rough week. They started out (laughs) by winning the Tuesday game against the SK Wyverns. Then after a rain, they ended up splitting the doubleheader on uh, Wednesday after the game on Tuesday was rained out. Did pretty well. Managed to score pretty heavily in the first of the doubleheader games but then after the SK manager passed out in the dugout, which we'll get to a bit later on, like I don't know, maybe the Doosan players were worried about him, or they were just tired. Like they got hammered seven to nothing in the second game. After that, they ended up going over to Changwon, where they had a pretty rough game one, losing nine to three. Hammered them twelve to three in the second game, and then ended up losing five to zero today so they've actually dropped down in the table now and uh below the second place team which is the Kiyum heroes and we'll get
0: on to them because we're doing the same order we did last week and unfortunately the table has switched around so i'll just quickly jump in with the lg twins um lg lost all three games at home to the heroes but they are Korean baseball's most informed team, there's no doubt about that, midweek, and then followed up by losing to the ninth spot SK Wyverns on Friday. Um, and all of this contributed to one of the longest losing runs in Korean baseball this season. Not quite Hanway Eagles losing run, but still a pretty poor one for a, a championship contender. But the Responderable wins on Saturday and Sunday to take the series. So LG have kind of bounced back from a, an early season slump, and now they won two straights. Bradley, the heroes.
2: The heroes are definitely someone's heroes this week. Uh, They are definitely all over the paper, not on the heels of some controversial signings. They attempted seven games this week. They got through two of them, five wins, one loss. They're the hottest team in the KBO. And when you look at the last 10, they are nine and one. So uh, the NC Dinos, uh, may not be in first place for much longer. Right, yeah. Um,
1: And this is before Russell arrives to pad out the roster.
2: Yeah,
0: they're pitching this week against the Tigers, especially on Saturday and Sunday, was outrageous. And we'll get onto that, I think, a little bit later as well. But um, superb from them. As for the Tigers, it was a really bad week. They lost to Matthews, Lotte Giants, for the first time this season, which was a walk-off loss in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, two more games are rained out, thankfully, before tortures were weekend in Gocha. Kia lost on Saturday and Sunday without scoring a single run, and managed just three hits in 18 innings of baseball. Worse has been the collapse in form of the star closer Moon Chan, who horrendously blew that game against the Lotte Giants. So that's the Kia Tigers. They won. They lost only one game the previous week, and unfortunately, this week they won just one game. Um, that battle for fifth spot continues
1: with the Lotte Giants. Yep, Lotte uh, ended up winning that mid-season series against the Tigers, but they had a bit of an assist from the rain. Like I was saying earlier, I don't think they take more than one game. I'm just happy it was the only game that was played. So if you have one game winning or one win and then two rainouts, it's still a a, uh, series win. I'll take it. After that, they ended up going back home to Sajik, where they were hosting the Samsung Lions, who really are just enjoying a strong upturn still. They got beaten twice and then managed to pull out a win today on the back of some strong pitching from Park Seung and the bullpen basically doing their jobs for once.
0: You must be not too content. An average week for the Giants.
1: Yeah, it's pretty average. Like It's still a losing week on the whole because they haven't really gained or lost any ground. They had a chance to go above Samsung and instead Samsung ended up taking the spot away from them by half a game. But if you look between 4th and 7th, it's all separated by 4 points, so there's still plenty to, pay f- to play for. Samsung Lions, Bradley. 4 wins. Two losses, so uh, winning week for
2: them. We've seen them improve their position in the standings as well. They are now sitting at sixth place. Yeah, so. They're
0: pretty good. KT Weiss went into their midweek series with Bradley's NC Dinos, one of the league's form teams in recent times, but they lost the first two games before scoring a whopping 19 runs on the average NC Dinos on Thursday, including 10 in the eighth inning. Uh, They took two from three over the
1: weekend against the Heinlein That's it for the game to lose. SK Wyverns? SK Wyverns are basically stuck in ninth position for now. They had a difficult week as well. They ended up losing the first series against Doosan. As we said before, Doosan took game one. Then the doubleheader happened on Wednesday, which they ended up splitting. Their manager collapsed in the process of that doubleheader, so Hopefully, like he's doing okay, but we'll get to that shortly. They had an upturn on Friday where they beat the Twins in game one, but then over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, they lost the other two games and have basically uh, fallen down to a 2-4 um, a and four week. So not a good outing from them this week.
0: And finally, the Hanoi Eagles. The Hanoi Eagles won two games this week. Okay, that's it uh, for the uh, the KBO teams. Uh, um, the Eagles are now, as we said last week, without Jared Coyne for, um, well, that's it. He's gone, unfortunately, so um, maybe there'll be some light at the end of the tunnel for Hanwha as the season progresses. But this, currently, gentlemen, is what the KBO standings look like. I'm going to get them up on screen right now, and as we can see, there has been some change from the last time we looked at this table a week ago, because uh, the Heroes are now up to second, the LG Twins are down to fourth, and Samsung Lions and the Lotte Giants have changed places from last Sunday, um, and as you can see there, this is from the my kbo side, uh, the LG Twins at the moment have. Are not in a lot of good points. Three wins and seven losses in the last 10 for them. The Wyverns have lost eight out of the last 10. So, anything you want to guys want to, you want to pick apart here?
1: Um, I suppose I'll go in here and say that I would not be surprised to see Samsung snatch that fifth spot from Kia the way things are going. Mm hmm i also wouldn't be surprised to maybe even see lg drop out of the playoff contention depending
0: yeah i think the dinos um will probably drop out of first spot um the heroes and the bears to me look like the two best teams in this league so it could be nc twins mm-hmm. tigers lions and giants competing for the last um the last three spots but um yeah I, for me i would just say that the heroes and the bears are definitely the best two teams but Clearly the, the dinos have had an amazing start to the season. Um, so we'll see. But, um, at the bottom, below the Lotte Giants, I, I just can't see it. I know the, Wiz, the PT Wiz would say they're only four games out of fifth, but I'm not sure they have the personnel to make up that gap.
1: Indeed, I think that sums it up quite nicely.
0: Cool, news for this week. Um, let's start with the good news, Dan, because there is and a sad story we want to talk about later, in regards to the SK wyburns But before that, um, good news by reported today by Daniel Kim and GOU all over Twitter, and that's the potentially it looks like it's, they're going to open the ballparks next Friday, July the third. We're definitely excited, aren't we?
1: Oh yes. Cannot wait to have the fans back in the stands, but it's going to be weird to see how the league implements it, because um, one of the major concerns about the pandemic and infection rates is based around the number of water droplets that are released by people. So if you have all of the fans in the stands, even if they are distancing, the concern is going to be if they're cheering too much or too boisterously, then it might have some effect on the number of droplets released But um, I think um, from what I saw of the guidelines so far, there haven't been any official guidelines released yet. Those are going to be coming in the next couple of days from the Korean CDC, but fans apparently are going to be spread out, must wear masks, and very likely the KBO is going to limit the amount of cheering that occurs during the, um, the games. Also concession stands will be closed so that will stop fans from congregating in the concourse and they're going to be closing ticket windows at the stadium so you can only make an online booking using a credit card. Yeah, Yeah, that
0: would make sense. They can track you if anybody's sick inside the stadium. What does it do when you say that they're going to limit the cheering? how does that work? yeah
1: that seems to be the um, impression so rather than having all of these massive uh, group songs they may just limit it to the basic cheers or they may actually just not have the cheerleaders there, I'm not sure wow. The this is just conjecture from Jiho at the moment just saying KBO will likely ban cheering to help preventing with droplet infection so it's one of those things like maybe they'll be able to pull it off and allow some cheering or maybe the cheerleaders will be doing like a stream for people at home and the fans in the stands will just be maybe doing a little bit of it but mostly polite applause
2: yeah I can actually see maybe a a real resurgence of the popularity of thundersticks, which we talked about last week Mm. Um, signs you know hold up hold up your sign maybe the a towel or something like that. Um, Double those clicking. are, I guess, some non... What's that?
1: Double clicking.
2: Double clicking. So I guess those would be some nonverbal ways. I mean, otherwise, are they going to have security in the stands pulling out fans or cheering?
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, that, that part is going to
0: be really difficult to police.
2: Um, the concessions
0: part makes sense. I think that that had been raised before. Uh, I guess then fans who want to bring in food or alcoholic beverages will be allowed to do so from outside. It's very rough, as we talked about last week too, on those who own those concession tours to rent that space from the ballparks that now that 30% of the stadium's capacity are allowed to return, they're still not actually going to make any money themselves. Um, it's really unfortunate. So. Hopefully, that situation improves too. But it is good news. It's really, really good news. Mm. Um, there's going to be a huge clamor for tickets. We're coming there online, Interpark and all the other apps, they don't tend to react well when there's a huge surge in press for a game. It's going to be a nightmare trying to get tickets for the first few weeks.
1: Yeah. You got to think though, that's going to have a positive impact on the teams. Cause as you can see here, this is a summary that GOU did of all of the stadium capacities and even having 20 to 30% of those numbers in is going to help alleviate a lot of the financial strain on the teams. Like I do feel bad for the people who have those concession stands, but hopefully the teams will be able to pardon them some of the rent during this process. So um, I hope to see something from the teams going forward about what they're going to do to help these small businesses in the meantime as well.
2: Brad? Uh, for those of you who have never been to a KBO game, at some of the stadiums, uh, specifically thinking about Jamshill, they do have a service in a lot of the seats where a flyer is distributed before the game under your seat and you can pick it up you can use your phone and you can actually have food delivered right to your seat. Um, I'm wondering if there would be some sort of consideration for using that service uh, to at least give some opportunities for food vendors to get their products out.
0: Yeah, exciting. Really, really exciting. And just uh, just when Matthew has it, uh, funny here, like uh, I'm not doubting GOU stats here, and obviously, he said he got the KBO. What I do find interesting about a lot of the KBO ballparks is how those numbers seem to change all the time, like, depending on the <laughs> source you're reading. Um, Jamshou, Guangzhou, probably Saj, you see different numbers all the time for these ballparks. But 30%, so the Dome, 16,000 people. At the Dome, we know that the heroes don't get a huge amount of fans at their games, so they'll be those games that are um, we might uh, better to have better time than tickets for. Matthew is liking all of these uh, tweets that have just been posted in the last couple of hours. I, yeah, day, I think my he's going to
2: really, he's going to make Jiho use evening <laughs> with all these likes. So use <laughs> yeah. yeah. phone
0: is buzzing now with
2: notifications.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, just going to explode overnight.
0: Matt, do you want to just get out of that for a second? Because I just want to show something here too. Uh, no worries. There you go. Cool, oh, thank you. Because this is these are the games. Um, we are going to talk about some of the upcoming series that are taking place this weekend. But
1: um, on the third of July,
0: this is the if this all works out as it's um, as it's planned or it's hoped to. These are the games that people will be able to get tickets for. Uh, Doosan Bear is hosting the Hanwa Eagles, NC Dinos versus Tigers, Lions, Twins, Giants, Wyverns, and the Casey Wiz and Key Heroes. So, potentially, these are the first games that we will see fans in the 2020 KBO season. Uh, which game would you most like to go to there? If work and money and everything else was not an issue, we could pick one game to go back to.
2: Uh,
1: no, well, then, no qu- Andrew, no I think you and I. Not- hmm? There's no question. Go on, Bradley. You say it first, and then I'll agree with you.
2: Yeah, a- <laughs> Andrew and I uh, are definitely going to that game in Changwon, Matthew, you're welcome to join us.
1: <laughs> oh, Okay, fair enough. I was going to say nothing beats Jamshil on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, I would, I would agree nothing beats Jamshil on a Friday night, but the weather uh, looks great these days. Trip down to Busan. The good thing about this is um, you could go down to NC Dinos, Changwon on the Friday and take about an hour or so to get to Busan on the Saturday, and then on the way back to Seoul on the Sunday, drop off to Daegu and watch the Samsung Lines versus the other. Oh,
2: mm. perfect. Then I'm already calling and sick. <laughs> that yeah, would be a, a nice trip.
0: You can do that from the KTX on Sunday next week.
2: Do our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: You, you could even hit up Sagic on the Friday, Changwon Saturday, and then Daegu Sunday.
0: You could, that's if, a
1: road trip and a half
0: you could I just like the idea of having the Saturday on the beach in Busan so I would probably tick off Changwon first then get up nice and early on Sunday and hit up the beaches on Sunday uh, mm. sorry on Saturday and then Sunday go off to Daegu but that looks good yeah I mean the Friday Friday night under the lights of Jamshin is the best sporting experience in Korean sport not just baseball so both two, two excellent suggestions guys but um yeah, I'll probably do the road trip. Uh, Brad, you can bring your bike as well. <laughs> hey. hey. It should be fun. Okay, we're gonna move on to a slightly uh, slightly sadder story now, and that is the news that the SK Wyverns manager, Yang Gangnam, collapsed in the dugout last Tuesday. And it was reportedly down to poor diet, a lack of sleep, and stress. The Wyverns were one of the best teams in Korean baseball last season. They went into the final weekend the Season chance to um, top the table and go straight to the Green Series. They, unfortunately, they finished second. They fell at the first hurdle, uh, their first hurdle in the playoffs to so the Keem Heroes. But um, it hasn't been a good season, unfortunately, for Yam or for the SK Wyverns. Uh, guys, stress in sports, and uh, there's not a lot we'll probably know about this and our, our kind of humble backgrounds here. But um, what are your thoughts on this? I, I feel sorry for him. I think he's a great manager, but times are obviously very difficult in Incheon.
1: Uh, do you want to go first, Brad?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know much about the story. as do know what I've read, but uh, I, I can't imagine that uh, it's a comfortable situation for anyone in the organization to go through such a decrease in productivity. So uh, I could imagine that he was you know, under a lot of stress and, and this contributed to, contributed to his collapse.
0: Mm. Matt, do you think he was harshly treated by the fans? We know that they've lost um, a lot of talent in the offseason and this is a guy with a great track record in Korean baseball he brought one of the most fancy teams in KBO history to the Korean series in 2014, the Next 10 Heroes um, do you think he's been harshly treated by large um, parts of the, the Wyverns fan base?
1: Well, if you have such a downturn in form, it's not going to come without criticism, it comes with the job But I think a lot of people were kind of used to this level of success that the Wyverns enjoyed under Trey Hillman, which kind of, um, if you look at it in the Wyverns' previous history, they had a very similar situation. When they had Alvarez managing them, he basically was this close to pushing them onto the Korean series level. But then when he left and the new manager came in, they ended up just going and steamrolling the Korean series for a few years after that an aging roster ended up getting taken over by Iman Su and then just plummeted into the ground. Mm. So like it could well be that the players are just aging, it could be that the dejuice ball is having an effect on their offense, or again like considering who they lost after winning the career series, like they lost their two best pitches. Like, you don't just recover from your two best starters disappearing It's going to take time, and it's going to be a rebuilding process. And I think that from the level of success the team enjoyed beforehand, the fans may have treated him quite harshly and been a little excessive in criticism because he's doing the best he can with a bad situation. Like, they shut out Doosan for seven runs earlier this week on Thursday in the second part of the doubleheader. But in terms of the other production they have, like, The defense for them is just not quite there yet. And a lot of that is down to pitching. So I think if they have a couple of years and they go through a proper rebuild process and bring in some young talent, they do have great potential to bounce back. But in terms of what they have now, it's going to take a while for him himself. Like I personally wish him all the best and I hope that he's able to get a proper night of sleep. Like that just shows the work ethic he has that he gives Everything for the team. Like, if he's a man who's worked himself to exhaustion, then maybe that's on the organization for not giving him the support level he needed.
0: Yeah, I, I echo those, uh, the statement too. obviously, we all wish him all the best. I, mean, I think people forget last season how good the SK Wyverns were. They they finished with 88 wins and 55 losses, uh, 0.615 winning percentage. That was higher than the previous year on the Trey Hillman. Um, and unfortunately they had a slight dip in form at the end of the season whereas the Bears won 8 out of the last 10 the Bears ended up qualifying straight for the Korean series it does look like it's a, a slump that maybe uh, it's going to, as he said it's going to take a long time to overturn but, or overcome but I think there's no doubt that Young Yum is a really good manager unfortunately mm. uh, like the stress I, it's hard to blame the, the Wyverns fans in many ways too like I, I don't know fully what what you know what people are saying just some basic stuff, but you know, fans are fans. Like um, you know, fans, always want to see their teams winning or the teams doing well. So, but mm. yeah, hopefully he makes a full recovery soon and um, be back in the dugout. Um The first hopefully. time KBO history a manager That's quite a start. Um, but brutal, uh, guys. Week three of Hall of Fame hashtag. What is it? Hashtag KBO HOF. Is that right?
1: That's the one.
0: And Matthew's got some interesting news about what happened to our Hall of Fame uh, nominations last week.
1: So our nominations for the last week were the keg jockeys came in the last place again, unfortunately, for Mr. Bradley Hyder. They got three votes because Bradley forgot that he can vote for his own thing. So even if you add that, that would be four votes for them. In second place this week, with a total of eight votes submitted, was my nomination. And the winning choice for this week, the Thundersticks, taking that little spot away from the q pr manager, with nine votes, was Mr. Andrew Farrell's Thundersticks. So congratulations.
0: Thank you. I've come from last first in the space of the week. Um, a nice, nice upturn of form. Um, delighted to win! Thank you so much. Um, a part mm-hmm. of history, The
2: Thundersticks are a part of history. I'm, uh, I'm emanating the Eagles losing streak. What can I say?
1: There we go. So well, um, yeah, Thundersticks have now joined Chimac in the illustrious Grand Slam KBO Hall of Fame. Uh, so what are our voting. nominations for, for this voting. week? Yeah, and thanks for voting as well, so. for
0: everybody who, who voted. Um, we appreciate um, the engagement that we got. A lot of the same names we've seen throughout the years, but so again, thank you so much for for taking part. Maybe Bradley Hyder will win week three, though. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: let's, let's, let's get a lack of drive for uh, for that. Who's your choice? What is your choice? Me for this yes, week? Sir. Yes. Okay, well, I've said I've made this comment before, Um, foreign players come into this league and we see different things. Uh, Unfortunately, some players don't seem to show a lot of respect for the league or the culture, but then you get players that do just the opposite. I'd like to nominate uh, my personal fan favorite, Eric Tames, who spent three years with the NC Dinos. Uh, Eric Tames had a very different uh, trajectory uh, with the team uh, that a lot of than a lot of foreign players do, he completed three series, three seasons. He was very successful. He had a 3.49 batting average over three years with 124 home runs. He was the only player in the KBO to ever steal 40 bases and earn or hit 40 home runs and he was one of only three foreign-born players to win the KBO MVP. But he wasn't just numbers and dingers. He was also made an honorary citizen by the mayor of Changwon in 2016. He showed much appreciation for his fans, not only during his time as a player, but after he returned to the United States where he found success with the Milwaukee Brewers, he still kept in contact and, and when he could even return to Korea to show uh, respect and support for the team in their playoff run. So for the, those reasons, I would like to nominate my personal uh, favorite player uh, in the KBO over the last many years, Eric Thames, who's uh jersey I proudly nice. wear.
1: Okay. You got the props this week. Well done.
2: Been a long time fan, not just, and it didn't start with the Dinos. It started with his time with the Toronto Blue Jays. So he's uh, been on my radar for many, many years, where he will continue to stay.
0: Thank you. You right. jersey like this, you know, um, Yeah, just double
1: a, click all the way through. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> just waving. No, it. that's what
2: happens. If Brad, if Brad can't make it, he's not, he's not going to get the double click. Maybe next week.
1: All right. So, um, yeah, fun thing about Eric Thames, he also put in a lot of charity work for the orphanages down in Changwon as well. I ended up going and meeting him at one of the events at Biscacci down there. Lovely guy and immensely wow. huge forearms. That, that was one Very... of the first things I noticed. Just like his forearms were as big as my torso.
2: Yeah, no, he was a pretty big guy who put uh, is a pretty big guy who puts a lot of uh, emphasis on uh, a personal, personal physique. There he is, right here. Oh, I'm, there we go. So that Amazing. was the night of the uh, All Star game that they had at the Gojek Dome. So.
1: Nice. Also does a banging rendition of Americano. So uh, my nomination for this week's kbo hall of fame is um, going to be very near and dear to all of the fans hearts now that we know that it's coming soon all the fans are going to be back in the stadiums and hopefully eventually we'll get to see interactions between the fans and this particular group of people they are the cheerleaders throughout the pandemic they have been in the stands every single game running streams online for fans to engage with And they've been basically drumming up support and keeping the league interesting for the fans of the teams. So my nomination this week goes to all of the cheermasters and cheerleaders for what they've been doing to try and continue keeping a positive energy in the fan base. And to try and motivate people for when finally, coming up next week, we have fans back in the stands.
0: The cheerleaders work really hard. And the cheermasters do too. Um, it can't be easy it cannot be easy um listening to those same songs some songs are brilliant but some of those songs mm. are pretty bad they can't be list- can be easy listening to the same song over and over again um for like an eight-month season yeah they work hard um, they're a big part of baseball in Korea um, a wordy
2: nomination two wordy nominations they, they definitely work harder than some of the men on the field mm. did you make that joke last week as well well, it's not a joke, and I said the same no, thing you just about said the beer the, uh, jockeys—the hottest the workers in the uh, stadium. Beer keg jockeys, yeah. Who's to be like, so, nope. uh, <laughs> well, well, I like to see Andrew get up there on stage just for an inning to to lead some cheer. So
1: I did that once over in Incheon. It was <laughs> hard work. Tense did it fun. one game for um, a Lotte Road game because the cheerleaders and cheermaster went there, so they kind of had this uh, teenager who deputizes for it. And helps like lead the fans, and it's really cool. Like a lot of the fan groups will actually make their own cheer culture as part of it. But okay. I ended up doing it for half of one of the games, and it was exhausting. Mm. Like I could not put in that level of effort and be that athletic throughout an entire six to seven month season. Like I physically wouldn't be capable of it.
0: Yeah, standing in the sun. Work so. real hard. In June, July, August, mm. September and sun. Uh, Ted Smith did it for how many years? Four years, uh, five years, or something.
1: That- I think he was doing it like proper full time for f- three years, and then the first year was him promoting himself. And then uh, he actually made a career of it and went out to Japan and became a trumpet player. I think he was for one of the team groups.
0: It's was it? A- and he wrote a book. He wrote a book. He did. He book. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> I read it yet. <laughs> uh, he likes to make fun of that, so he's got a good sense of humor when it comes to um, his book. All right, so we have the cheermasters and the cheerleaders. We have Eric Thames, and I'm going to. Um, I couldn't really think of anything today. Um, I forgot about the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. because I was so happy to have won last week's um, uh, last week's Hall of Fame nomination. So I'm, I'm here to uh, score some points with a friend of the show, Danny Kerr. Sorry, Danny, Danny Kurtz. Danny Kerr. To- All right, <laughs> yeah, English rugby player for some reason um and i am going to nominate my kbo because if it wasn't for my kbo i doubt we'd all have the same experience of baseball in korea as we have um right now when i first came to korea in 2009 it was really hard to, to contact anybody who was outside of gwangju at time to talk about baseball to watch baseball together and then i got a message from danny talking about his facebook group and his page and since then i've uh yeah, I think we've all met a lot of really cool people off there. There's been some good days mm. out, um, like a lot of information. People from all over the world. Um, it's crazy. It's absolutely wonderful. Mike mm. I don't think, I really don't think our experience at Korean baseball would be the same without that Facebook page.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, you saw me tip my hat to that choice. That's a phenomenal nomination.
0: Um, and I, I don't think, I know Danny is quite humble when it comes to his work on my KBO and mm-hmm. setting up that page, but I really don't think he realizes how important it has been. Like, I'm sure he knows, but I, I think he, he really needs to know how crucial that page has been for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wouldn't be the same. There's no way the Korean baseball experience would be the same. That
1: page. Yeah. I'll even echo that sentiment and say like anyone listening to this podcast right now, if you have not joined the net group on Facebook, go there, do it. There is so much helpful information and a lot of helpful people as well.
0: And if you get a jersey or a hat from your new KBO team, don't forget to post a picture. <laughs>
2: you know even if it's not a new jersey and you find one in the bottom of your closet just put it out on the table take some pictures and get it on my kbo
1: so am i gonna have to do that soon just have like the timeline of the heroes jerseys
2: as long as it gets posted on my kbo we should we should (laughs) run a contest actually
1: all right i'm listening
2: and uh, yeah, the the, the best uh, look at me wearing my new jersey, my old jersey, it <laughs> so, yeah, would apprise.
1: Yeah, well, I'd be down for that. So uh, are we going to be having the award for that next week at the meetup?
2: Yeah, yeah, that could be. But you have to be there. So,
1: All right, I'm down. So uh, yeah. you heard it here first. Whoever's joining us for our meetup next week on July 4th, over at the Nogari place, which Mr. Farrell is going to be giving you the information on soon. Whoever's wearing the best combination of uniforms or other team paraphernalia is going to get a prize from us. We're not sure what it is yet, but we'll figure it out.
2: You may not want it, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably end up being a beer. Yeah,
0: yeah. probably.
1: Never a, bad a beer thing. of your
0: choice. A beer of your choice, at Nogari. Um, great stuff, guys. The We're four nearly four done five dollars. for dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the $7, but we're nearly done for this week. But before we go, we have to have a quick chat about the upcoming um, fixtures, the upcoming series that are taking place in Korean baseball this week. As we said before, this could be the first weekend with fans back in the stadium. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday series are on screen now. Home series for Kia, LG, NC, Kium and Samsung. And then at the weekend, Doosan NC, Samsung Lote, and the Wiz, all of whom stands. Uh, what stands out for either of you guys on, uh, between Thursday and Sunday?
1: Uh, for me, it's mm, got to uh, be under the bright lights of Jamshill on a Friday night. Like, if for no other reason, if the fans are back in on Friday, then Hanwha versus Doosan in Jamshill is going to be a phenomenal atmosphere. Like the Hanwha fans always cheer well and always show great support, even if there's no cheer masters, they'll make an atmosphere by themselves. Yeah, I'm be. looking forward to seeing what happens when they're all back there. Though a little, uh, little nod towards Sajik, because the Lotte Giants fan base are absolute lunatics, and I love them for it.
0: Um, it's been a while since I've seen people put a plastic bag on their head.
1: <laughs> that that is a potential Hall of Fame nomination as well now
0: that I didn't think about it. There's something
1: really. That, on I screen. was going to put that in after the fans are fully back in
0: Heider oh, okay. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to a midweek or a weekend series
2: it's got to be a weekend series it's that series that we're going to try and get down and see the Kia Tigers and the NZ Dinos uh, beautiful ballpark two very important teams and <laughs> I'll be honest, as much as I love the Dinos, they may be struggling to hold on to their first place position by that time of the week. So uh, definitely, definitely must win. Yep. Um, as a Tiger,
0: I am not looking forward to it after what happened. Kiev lost uh, seven Sunday games in a row now, so we can probably say that this is going to be a home win for the uh, Enzo the Dinos. Um, I know it sounds obvious, but this is a cracking series. As I said earlier on today, I think these two will finish first and second, but I'm not sure in what order um, by the time October rolls around. So this would be a great series between two form teams, certainly the heroes anyway, in the league. It's second versus third. It's in the Gojak Sky Dome. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, that should be a belter of series.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially with the way that the heroes are pitching these days.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, they're mean. Um, actually, they'll have the guys who could be destroyed at the weekend. They will all be in action against the KT Wiz then at the weekend. Um, this kind of worked well last really, really quickly. You're a Lotte Giants fan. Bradley is a NC Dinos fan. Six games, if none of them are rained out, how many wins are you going
1: for? I'm going to be optimistic. My MC are not doing well. I reckon Lotte win that series. Okay. And then at the weekend, oh, that's a tougher one to call. Wyverns again aren't doing too well. I'm actually going to be optimistic and say Lotte get a sweep against SK and beat MC. I'm calling five wins.
0: Big. Big prediction that will bring them right back into the top five. Um, reckoning Bradley, the, the, the dinos aren't likely to win any game at the weekend against the Tigers? So, how many games do you give them against the Giants?
2: <laughs> well, for the two series they're going to play this week, uh, they are going to win both series. It's not going to be a blowout. I think the Tigers are going to take one from them, and I think the Giants might get one pass as well. So, I'm predicting out of a six game schedule. They will go four and two, which is exactly what they did this week
0: past. Okay, four and two, five and one. Um, I think the Tigers are going to go three and three this week. Two wins against the Eagles. I can see them dropping a the game somewhere. They're not in good form. I know the Eagles are awful, and I give them a chance to get one win, especially if, um, especially if Brooks is, is pitching. So I, I give them a chance to win the game on next Saturday. Um, Brooks is having a really good season, but he can't rack up any wins at the moment, so uh, three wins for the Tigers, two against Eagles, and one against the Tigers.
1: All right, sounds okay. like a uh, good wrap.
0: We're nearly done, just as Matt uh, mentioned there as well, don't forget next Saturday, uh, July the 4th, we could be watching games in Nogadi Mule, so near Shindorim Station, with fans actually at the games as well, so and That's added an extra bit of spice to um, this upcoming meeting that we have at uh, Nogadi, exit five of relay station in Seoul. Um, it will definitely be a lot cooler now if they have the audio on, the commentary, picking one of the games to show and then having the crowd noise coming through. That'd be really sweet. So, Nogadi uh, next Saturday from five o'clock, um, chicken and beer. Yep. Is
1: there a meet outside the station? around about five then we'll all head over to the bar together so if you're in the Greater Seoul area and you want to meet us and maybe some of the other guys from the My KBO Facebook group now's a great opportunity to meet socialize and just get to know the community.
0: Yeah, Bradley, you're gonna be yep. there people want to see you. Do they?
2: Huh. I can't be made responsible for their bad decisions, but yeah, I'll be there. You have to double-click the the Eric
0: Eric James jersey uh, next weekend. Um, What's going on with Spotify? You did a good bit of work for us during the week. Um, Any more developments?
2: Uh, Yeah, still in the process. We seem to have been uh, accepted uh, with Spotify and iTunes. Uh, So hopefully that will continue to progress. But if you are trying to get the audio version of this podcast and you either cannot find it with your podcast provider or through Spotify or iTunes, please get in touch with Grand Slam KBO and we will address that directly. Thank you. Um,
0: Great stuff, guys. At Grand Slam KBO and actually make baseball. Grandsonkbo.com um, is our website and Grantsamkbo at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. That's it for us this week. Hopefully we get to see a few, guys, a few of you people on Saturday at the Nogadi venue. And if you do manage to secure some tickets for baseball this coming weekend, have a great time. Um, Indeed. ladies and gentlemen.
1: Thank you. thank you. Make sure everyone as well that you follow at GMAC Baseball on Twitter because I'll be posting up the Hall of Fame voting nominations in addition to the My KBO Facebook group. So get your votes in for the Hall of Fame and let's see if we can break 20 people voting this time. Okay. For uh, <laughs> me. For me, of course.
0: <laughs> you should tell Eric James that you've nominated him. He'll <laughs> just retweet he broke- it and get everyone to do it.
2: He votes. That
0: counts for five. He'll probably vote for my KBL. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe. He's a <laughs> humble man. So, <laughs> um,
0: thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Bye bye. Take care. Bye
1: bye. Love you. Bye.